Strictly Sail and Kayak, located in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, has a lot to offer when it comes to the sailing and kayaking realm. From Hobie catamarans and Catalina yachts to a wide range of kayaks like Hobie, New Canoe, Feel Free, Three Waters, and Old Towns. They also carry products from companies like Yak Attack, Bending Branches, Torquedo, Amped Outdoor Batteries, and the list goes on. So if you're in the market for a new sailboat or kayak, reach out to my friends there for great prices and awesome customer service. Chances are, if you need it, they have it. Or they can order it and have it to you quick, fast, and in a hurry. So these guys have been doing this a long time. So they know their stuff. So give them a call at 513-984-1907 or visit their website at strictlysellinc.com. Oh, yeah. Freaky John. I don't want to get bit. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! I got that on field. <laughs> okay, keep running. I got him! Keep reeling, keep reeling. Oh, man. Long day, long week for me. I know it's been a long week for all of us. We're recovering. Um... Guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, me and Wade are joined by the winner of this past weekend's event, Bluegrass Kayak Anglers event on Cave Run Lake, September 18th, uh, where Cincinnati kayak fishing and bluegrass kayak anglers came together, kind of like dual events, two in one. Uh, we shared the same lake, shared the same venue uh, for awards, uh, but we allowed guys to double dip, participate in both events. And it was a very tough bite. I think Shout that out. is the understatement of the century as <laughs> yeah. how tough a bite it was. Yeah. I guess I guess I could lead off with kind of a little recap for Kate. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna wait because I'm gonna do that and segue right into Brandon. So before I get too ahead of myself, that's our guest, Brandon Hayes. He won that event. Shout out to him. Glad to have you on the podcast, Brandon. Good to have you on, man. Good to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so, good to see you again. Yeah, yeah. And um uh I gotta take a note here real quick. All right. So right now I'm going to do before we get into this, I'm going to promote our next event, actually next couple of events, and the Eastern Division of Bluegrass Kayak Anglers. For those of you that don't know, we have Bluegrass Kayak Anglers, which is now branched into a central and eastern division. Uh, if you haven't followed that on social media, I've made a couple posts about it. Uh, I don't know if I've even talked about that on here yet, but I'm going to. So uh, next season, just a little rundown. Next season, we're going to have two trails operating under BKA. There's going to be a central division, which is uh, the trail that you guys know now, which is BKA, Bluegrass Kayak Anglers. And so uh, I have merged with Kentucky Yak on the eastern side of Kentucky, and I'm going to be running a Bluegrass Kayak Anglers eastern division. Uh, I feel like... Those guys haven't had anything this year. We need to bring something out, especially for them next year. We have a good establishment with sponsors. Uh, I hope we can run everything as smooth and as great as we have the Central Division. So uh, with that said, the Bluegrass Kayak Anglers Classic coming up next month, October 15th and 16th. That is a Saturday and Sunday event. It is a two-day, two-lake event. And simply, uh, to, to put it simply, anglers, it's going to be on, sorry, Nolan River Lake and Rough River Lake. 
anglers have to fish one lake one day, one lake the other day. There's no specific lake they have to fish first. They just have to fish one one day, the other the second day. Uh, we'll have separate identifiers and all that, but uh, it's separate AOI points for each day. Uh, so anglers have two shots at, at upgrading their AOI standings, and uh, there's going to be crowned a champion and crowned an AOI. Those are two separate awards. Now, the same guy could possibly win it, obviously, uh, but there will be a champion of the classic and there will be an AOI crowned at that event as well. All right. So that's October 15th and 16th. It is an open event. This year, we knocked the dust off of BKA. We felt like we wanted to get as many guys involved and just enjoying and seeing what Bluegrass Kayak Anglers is all about this year. Next year, it will be a qualifying event. This year, it is not. It is an open event. If your grandma from South Carolina wants to come up with a sun dolphin and fish our event, she can. She just has to pay the entry fee. So good luck, grandma from South Carolina. Jesus. Pulling for you, grandma. <laughs> Man, I have so much to talk about real quick. I'm trying to bust through this so we can get to Brandon. Um, the Eastern Division. I decided we're going to play around with the Louis event. Me and Nick McGuire talk, Tony Hobbs. We was like, you know, let's, let's just test the waters. It's, it's fall. Uh, let's see, you know, we'll see what we can do here. So to kind of promote BKA before it's actually an Eastern division next year, Yatesville Lake this October, October 29th, two weeks after our BKA classic on no and rough, the Eastern division is going to Yatesville Lake, October 29th. So that is for anybody. Uh, there's no membership, nothing like that. Uh, so get out there, sign up for Yatesville. You can search it on tourney X BKA. It's going to pull down all of our tournaments. Like I said, it's really just to test the waters with the Eastern guys to see what kind of, how many we can pull and, uh, just to kind of get our name out there for next season. So Yatesville Lake, October 29th, come out for that. Oh my God. I've, I've eaten too many chicken nuggets. Hang on. Oh, Yatesville is a lake that I have never even seen. Uh, my PB came out of there. It was uh, almost it 20, really? almost twenty three inches. That was like nice. Thirteen years ago, maybe. Oh wow, eleven something yeah. like that. Been on That's, it one time. Really limited success for just the weather was terrible. I I've heard that it has declined, but it's still well according to Nick McGuire. So if this is wrong. You guys go punch Nick McGuire in the face. But uh, <laughs> he told me that it's still putting up really good limits uh, in these bass boat tournaments. And I talked to a guy the other day that fishes it almost every week. And he said he's catching, you know, three and four pound bass out of there decently on the regular. So it's definitely better in Paintsville. We figured it was the best lake to go for this side of the state that could try to promote BK. So, yeah, it's got some bigs in it. Um, last thing. The Bluegrass Kayak Angler Central Division. We're actually starting the Central Division this December. For ne- next season starts this December, December third. It's us and Tennessee Bass. Um, me and Steve Owens been collaborating a little bit on on some smaller things, but working out some details. We'll be working out some more details. But uh, for those of you Central guys, uh, even your Eastern guys, want to come out to it. Uh, it's Bluegrass Kayak Anglers and Tennessee Bass. I look to have over 100, 110, maybe 120 anglers because, man, it's going to be a really big event. Um, it's going to be a Del Hollow Lake December 3rd. So mark that on your calendars. First event of next season for BKA, December 3rd. Now there's going to be, uh, just a heads up, there's going to be a huge change to rules uh, after this season. So we will be talking about all that uh, at a different date. All right. So, oh, last thing. 
Brandon, do you follow any of the Cave Run Lake pages on Facebook? Um, I joined one actually uh, right a month or so before our tournament. I was just kind of watching it a little bit. 10-4, did you see anybody complaining about kayak anglers on there? I did not. Oh, because I've got like three fake profiles, and I have been trolling our guys galore. <laughs> and they have. He has. So the Cedar Creek Lake event, I, I'm a my fake profile, Mark Bridger. I've had people tore <laughs> all to pieces. I had one of our kayak anglers. He was mad. He was like, I wasn't even going to fish. Like he said, I was going out, just going to boat around and look for a smart Bridger guy and beat him to death. Um, but I have, I have made so many people mad. Then, um, I made another one called Tammy Varhue and I posted on cave run about how my view has been ruined because I used to be able to see nature. And now all I see is kayak anglers and man, the hate mail I got, I mean, the hate mail Tammy got, that was remarkable. Um, well, didn't, didn't Tammy also get her lines cut at uh, Cedar? She got her lines cut at Cedar. That's right. Her and her husband had set up on the ramp. We had lawn chairs. I mean, we had lawn chairs on the ramp (laughs) and, uh, and, uh, we had all of our stuff out and then some mean kayak angler come by. I know he's seen our bobbers because they were big bobbers, but he motored right across our lines and broke our lines and people were taking her side. I'm like, she set up on a ramp and you guys are disregarding it. And you guys are just, yeah, kayak anglers. Dude, I had uh, one guy messaged me. He said, I hate kayak anglers. (laughs) Like he thought I was real. Uh, it's hilarious, but all right. Um, I think I've covered everything I want to cover. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you're talking about that Nolan uh, Rough River Lake uh, yes, tournament. I'm pretty excited for that one myself. Um, Nolan Lake and me has got a bone to pick. <laughs> well, the last uh, la- last round out there didn't go quite the way I wanted to, so I got a I got a that's got a score to settle with that lake. I've never been on that lake. I like that lake a lot. I've heard it can put up some bigs. Like a five pounder is not uncommon at all out there. Tim now, Howard. rough on the other hand, I've never been on rough. I don't know, but yeah, I'm getting that same thing. There's a lot of guys that's fished Nolan a lot more than they have rough. But um, all right, let's get into this, man. I'm gonna do a cave run recap. Segue right into you, Brandon. Um, Good. This event was amazing. Uh, shout out to uh, Joy Brown and Moorhead Round County Tourism. She's executive executive director, man. When they seen that bluegrass kayak anglers was back, it was like immediate. They wanted to help us out. Wanted us to come back to Moorhead, come back to cave run. So we did shout out to them. They paid for the venue, which was the Moorhead conference center. They paid for the food, which was a huge list of like some kind of pork glazed maple, something other heavenly stuff. Um, the mixed vegetables were out of this world. Did you like the food, Brandon? Loved it. It was really good. Yeah, could, it was fan. It was fantastic. Yeah, I, those potatoes I, were amazing. Oh my god, they really dude, were, dude. So <laughs> yeah, we went back and got boxes. Did you get a box to go or anything, Brandon? No. So oh, we got man. we got boxes to go, and I felt bad because I was like, man, my family will really like this stuff. I had like a three and a half hour drive home from Cave. So by the time I got home, I had like two of the boxes ate, and I was like, you know what, <laughs> you guys can have some potatoes and some pork. <laughs> But uh, food was remarkable. Shout out to them. Crashes Landing, a fresh new sponsor for BKA, gave us a rod and a big bait package to give away, and they covered the cost of the plaques. So uh, shout out to Matt Blackburn and Crashes Landing, a bait shop on Moorhead on Cave Run Lake. If you're looking for, if you're in the area, need a place to get some tackle, 
or just want to learn more about the lake. All the workers there are super knowledgeable about the lake. Uh, Marty, she fixed uh, your rod tip, didn't she? Yeah, just a huge shout out to her because uh, I was looking at replacing a uh, a rod and I was looking for a rod tip uh, repair kit. And she, she just asked me, she's like, do you have your rod with you? I was like, yep, bring it in here. And she she repaired it right there on the spot. Just and then wasn't even going to charge me for it. And I was like, "Come on, no, 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 no. We're not playing that game. You did this. Thank you so very much. Here's here's some money. Awesome so, shop, man. Awesome shop. Yeah. Um, strictly sell kayak. Of course, you know, I advocate of them. I'm. I hate to say pro staff because people think you're professional. I'm promotional with you know staff on their fishing team with them. Uh, they gave away a freaking crap ton of stuff. Like I've never seen that in my life. Huge shout out to Strictly Sell. Um, gave away a Mirage Drive worth around 700 bucks. I mean, it was just two paddles, so much stuff, man. So much stuff. Huge shout out to Kikes and more for bringing the Nukanu Unlimited up that we will be giving away at the end of the season, courtesy of them and Nukanu. Uh, they came together to do that for the trail. So, huge shout out to them. They drove all the way up to the awards just to display the kayak uh, for our guys to see and shout out to pops barbecue because they gave all the anglers in the area discount all the kayak anglers discount for the week and the weekend uh huge shout out to them uh, i think they're seasonal but if you're in the area before they close down for the season grab some barbecue amazing stuff all right uh real quick let's see we had it was a rough day 59 fish uh, submitted out of 46 anglers, a lot more caught, but we had a 12 inch minimum. I kicked myself for not having an eight or 10 inch minimum for this event. Um, cave runs got some giants, but it's full of dinks. And as we seen, so, um, what is Jeremy doing? Oh, who God knows? bless. He sent me messages. Um, podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> so runner up big bass real quick. Runner up big bass was Marcus Grubbs with a 19 and a half inch large mouth, uh, Kyler Branham. Uh, got the big bass 20 and a half. When I seen that submitted, I thought that's big bass for the day. Like uh, it was just going to be really hard to beat. So shout out to Kyler. Fifth place was Thompson Burry with 41 and a quarter inches. Uh, fourth place, Marcus Grubbs with 44 and a quarter inches. Third place, Kyler Branham, 51.75 inches. Uh, Jeff Stewart, second place, 57, three quarter inches. And of course, the man of the hour, the, our special guest tonight, Brandon Hayes, uh, who took home the win uh, in fashionable style, almost 10 inch lead with 66 inches. Brandon, congrats on the grind on, uh, showing everybody who dad was on uh Sunday's event, man. So I, I can't wait to get into this and, and talk more about your day, but congratulations, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Huge Thank congratulations. You. Appreciate it. I, I definitely knew I was not going to win big bass this week or that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A big bass could almost be won by like a 16 incher. Like that's yeah. just tough. There was those two were caught, and then there was nothing close. I don't think 1950 and a 20 and a half. Uh, but uh, man, real quick, uh, how'd you get into fishing? Well, it was always something that uh, that I did with dad a lot growing up. Uh, we had a, a bass boat and we would fish. And when I was younger, I, I just wasn't patient enough for it. I would see him catch fish, and I was standing at the back of the boat, and, you know, they weren't biting. I was ready to go home. And then when I got a little older, we started doing some river fishing. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and then as I continued to get a little older, uh, basketball kind of took over my life. And so I went on a hiatus for a while. And then when COVID hit, 
Um, me and my cousin started going back out to the river and just absolutely fell back in love with it. Caught at the time, uh, my personal best out of the river, like first couple times out and then beat it the next week. And then, you know, just from there, it's, it's, it's been on and I've, I've just refallen back in love with it. So how did you hear about bluegrass kayak anglers? Well, actually, I honestly, I had never considered tournaments. I, I was just enjoying fishing and, and had a kayak and was, was starting to enjoy going out to some small lakes. And, uh, my wife started encouraging me. She said, you ought to, you ought to go see if there's any tournaments around. Like, I, I don't really know. That's a good said, wife. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, She's like, it, it really marries uh, your two great loves, fishing and competition. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. And so uh, the, the first one, when I, when I found you, I stumbled upon your all's page. I, uh, the River Runner event was, was coming up. I thought, well, maybe I'll do that. Um, and then it came just an absolute monsoon, and my river was chocolate milk. So I said, well, I'll, I'll jump in on Cedar. Uh, and that, that was going to be kind of cool anyway. That was where my grandmother um, and my grandfather grew up, was right there. We would go visit uh, my great-grandmother when they built the lake. And the first year it was open, we took the, the boat out. And that was the, I think that was the only time I'd ever been on Cedar. I was maybe 10 or so. Um, so I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll jump into that one. And uh, so that was, that was kind of how I ended up on the tour. And you finished 12th in that event, right? I did and had kind of a, a heartbreaking moment on that one. I, I had sent you a text at one point that I'd made some rookie mistakes. Um, <laughs> doing the math, I would have finished seventh had I not made some, uh, some boneheaded mistakes. So really the, the second time we had went out and practiced the week before and the same thing happened. Got my catch board, got it on my lap got the fish on there holding it and it flops off. Well, I said, okay, ah. I'll, I'll figure out a way to keep that from happening. So we came back for the tournament and got my second fish for the day. It's 15 and a quarter inches. I'm holding it down while I'm holding it down. I've got my, my card. That's got our, our identification number trying to hold it with two of my fingers. that's holding the fish and I dropped that. So I have to pull that back into the shot. The camera that I'm taking, my phone, I've got one of those flip cases. So it flips over in front of my camera and I pull it back. And when I do, I hit the button. And at the same time, the fish flops and off into the water it goes. And there's just a blurry picture of my catch, empty catch board. Oh, uh, man. So I, I caught four keepers, I caught five keepers that day. And the, the third biggest one I had went off into the water. So, so I was, that's I was tough. moderately sick. That's a good time to talk about. Have you heard of like the using your net at the end of the catchboard? So with that, <laughs> I'm, I'm going around the lake and there's a guy. He's probably, I don't know, 50 feet in front of me. And we're about to meet and I'm going to go around him. And he casts right where I'm getting ready to be. I mean, he wasn't doing anything bad. He was fishing too. Right. Um, and he casts in and catches one. So I'm like, I'm going to see how this guy keeps from, I just lost this fish. I'm going to see what this guy does. And he sticks his net up and he puts it there and holds it there. And so after he gets finished, I didn't want to bother him. I asked him, I said, is, is the reason you put that there? So you, if your fish jumps into it and he says, yeah, and he was real nice. Just like everybody's been on the tour. That, that's one of the, the things I've loved about this so much is, is just how great everybody is and, and just kind of getting to, 
to be that community with everybody. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah. But uh, so he says, yeah, that's 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 how you do it. And he said some people put them on leashes or whatever. And so did three things immediately upon getting home after that tournament. One, I bought a, a identification card that goes on my catchboard, so I don't have to hold it anymore. <laughs> I bought a waterproof case, so I don't have to deal with the the flopping anymore. And I bought a bigger net to catch my fish when it tries to jump out. Man, so my man, I like it. <laughs> Aoi, next year I can see it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Watch out, Brandon Hayes. Yeah, he's coming for y'all. Oh man, yeah, that's uh, I see guys put the catchboard on their lap all the time, and it I immediately cringe. I can't do yeah. it. I, I can't put, either. I put my catchboard. I angle it down a little bit. You're not going to lose anything. And as far as length, but it helps keep the mouth shut. If that fin on the side that's laying on the catchboard, if it is flipped forward toward the head, that fish mm-hmm. ain't going to lay still. Lay it back toward its body. Just take your hand, run, run it right you know, down the body of the fish against the catchboard, mm-hmm. fold that fin back. And I put my net there, man, at the end of it, because they will always go toward the head when they flop. They will always go to the head. Man, I hate that for you. But yeah, it, it was still it was a great event though. <sighs> but yeah, I, I was a I was a little bit I was a little bit sick after that. <laughs> oh man, all good, all good. So let's talk. Let's get into cave run, man. What uh, I actually want to ask you and Wade both because I'm curious. What was your all's um, kind of pre fishing slash practice like? Uh, did you guys have good practices? Did you guys have bad? So um, I I hadn't been on cave run again since I was a, a kid. Um, didn't have any luck then. So I, I didn't really know much about the lake. Um, and I had talked to a guy that I worked with here at the, the high school about, you know, I, I knew he fished it a lot. So he mentioned this place called Poppin' Rock. So me and, and one of my buddies, Travis Johnson, who who's from Breathitt County with me, um, we went up and pre-fished the week before the tournament. So we get there and we get the boat ramp. And it was after I had got off, off of uh, school that day. So I, we both went left. And had an absolutely miserable practice going left. <laughs> I caught a 12-inch fish and a little bitty tiny fish. And I think Travis caught a couple little tiny fish. And I was like, well, all right, then there's my practice for the week. Um, and so Travis actually, um, he went back the following Saturday and fished that morning and, and was kind of talking to me about it. And uh, he was telling me what his strategy was. I said, well, we can, we can try to go up that way. Both of us just paddle. We don't have a, any kind of pedal drive or anything like that. So not going to make a whole lot of big moves. So we decided we were just going to go over to the right that next morning. And that's what we ended up doing. But yeah, pre-fishing was, was tough. No. And pretty much everybody that I talked to that I met back at the boat ramp at three that went left, uh, I think they were regretting their decision. <laughs> So what about you, Wade? What was your practice like? Uh, pretty much about the same as Brandon's there. I, I too went to pop and rock, uh, the weekend prior. Um, I went left (laughs) and if this had been, if this had been a crappie tournament, Oh, shut the door (laughs) (laughs) because crappie were everywhere. Um, I did not go back to the right of the ramp at all and done any fishing but the day before that i went to banger and i just caught dinks and i was like okay i'm not coming back here so that next uh weekend the saturday before the tournament i met up with uh well 
coincidentally met up with a buddy of ours, Chris Hogan, and uh, we fished the main lake. And we got on some, and uh, and we found some stuff. I was like, I'm coming back here. This is my spot. I caught one fish on Sunday. Let me reflect. I caught, I caught about 15 fish, but only one of them went on the board. <laughs> the rest Man. of them were about the same length as my bait that I was throwing. <laughs> yeah. So Department of Fish and Wildlife have said there's way too many small bass. It is overpopulated with small bass. And I have had the argument with people that there are, they say there are no bass on cave, that the muskie have eaten them all. And I'm like, if this is the case, that is bite size bass for muskie. Uh, there would not be a lot, but it has got thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of small bass. Uh, so much so that they have encouraged people to keep and eat the legal size bass that you can keep and eat. I think there's a slot limit you can't keep. Um, yeah, man, they have encouraged people to keep bass <laughs> because it's so overpopulated, but yeah, yep. so I, I feared that, at, but I kept it at a 12 inch minimum. Honestly, I hated to change anything, uh, that might confuse anybody. Uh, and the last thing I'd want to do is to change that and then have hear of somebody who caught six or caught five tens, you know, or 11s. And threw them back because they didn't understand or, you know, didn't realize there was 12, there was a 10 inch minimum or eight, whatever. But oh, I just felt like we, we needed to maintain some consistency, but I'm kicking myself for it now. But yeah. Brandon had a, I'd have had a limit three times over. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon's not kicking himself. That's yeah, I, sure. I was okay with it. No, he was good with it. He's like, so, don't you dare change that. <laughs> so uh, you say you're you're not using a pedal drive or a motor, man. You are one of the real ones, man. You and Marcus Grubbs. Shout well, out! Don't to get him. me wrong. I, I desperately want a pedal drive after <laughs> after fishing some of these lakes. No doubt, I'm in man. the market. That's for certain. Yeah, well, but and you, do you have electronics even? No. So yeah, uh, it's crazy. I, I actually, so I, my kayak, I got strictly for the river it was going to be my camping kayak that's one of the things we like to do is go down the river and we'll camp on the river bank and so i'm actually in a hybrid kayak canoe type thing so i'm like sitting way down in it mm. um, are you in a uh ascend yeah i've got an h10 uh h10 i thought that's what he's gonna say okay those i've heard those are pretty good kayaks though yeah i like it it's it there's no standing for me yeah um, no doubt it, it drives like a battleship so I've, if I've there's wind or anything, I mean, when I was at yeah. Cedar, it was it was all I could do to fish at some points. Man, listen, uh, you got to get a new canoe unlimited if you can afford it. I'll let you try mine out. Try it out. Don't let Wade tell you you need a Hobie. Wade's going to tell you a bunch <laughs> of bull crap. Hobie, worse. Listen, I'd rather have a sun dolphin. Okay, no, that's, I'm just kidding. Hobies are great kayaks. Bye. Hobies are awesome. I have nothing bad to say about them. They are yes, phenomenal kayaks. I have something Couldn't bad to say about that you, Wade. Me. I have bad stuff to say about you, Wade. Not the kayak. You. I have a problem with you. No, oh, I'm kidding. That's what it is. No, but um, dude, new canoe unlimited. Most stable kayak on the market. Shut up, Wade. Most stable kayak on the market. You could put two deer, seven goats, and four humans in this thing, and it won't sink. And uh, I walk all over this thing. Anyway, so uh, I had to give a shout out to new canoe. Oh yeah, for sure. Great kayaks. They really are, man. Hobie's great. New canoe. There's a lot of good kayaks out there now. Um, yeah. So, uh, good luck with your endeavor on hunting for a kayak. So, uh, let's get this thing, man. More than enough. You don't have to go in specifics. I tell everybody, you don't have to tell me location. You don't have to tell me 
uh, specific baits or nothing. You could just say a jig or you just say a bait or I'm fishing on the bottom or I'm, you know, fishing on top, but you know, so you go as specific as you want to. Um, but let's talk about the day, man. Uh, get up, get on the water. What are you thinking, man? Before lines in, are you nervous? Are you excited? I'll tell you what I was thinking after I talked to everyone about lines out is, man, I wish I would have joined the Cincinnati one for this <laughs> tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that, that morning we, uh, we had camped and got to pop and rock and it was extremely foggy. Uh, I'm, you know, sitting in my little paddle canoe and it gets light enough for us to get out there and, and uh, kind of sitting right next to the boat dock. Um, let Travis get in and he's kind of paddling around. And once, you know, everything was good. I, I cast probably like my second cast. I was fishing with a chatterbait. That was, that was my plan going in was I was going to fish with my, my chatterbait to start. And then if that didn't work, I'd switch over to, uh, to a wacky rig. Uh, that's, that's what I had so much success at Cedar on with a, with a little wacky rig. Um, so I was, I was going to try my chatterbait. That's, those are my two confidence baits. Um, second cast catch a little bitty 10 inch okay it's gonna be okay they'll they'll, they'll probably hit the, the chatter pack today and at that point my buddy says i'm gonna i'm gonna go on up here to this point over here on the right and it was still a little foggy and i was like ah eh, i'm not gonna get out too deep yet i'm gonna i'm just gonna kind of slow fish yeah so cast at another spot right where i'm at um and Catch another one, and this one scores. Nice. All right, here we go. Let's we're, we're starting to get a pattern here. Yeah, and uh, keep on going, and get to the first little inlet there. Throw in that, and all this is shallow. I didn't realize how shallow that morning it was until the sun came up later, and I was kind of going back through, and uh, just kept catching fish at each of these little inlets. And one of the little inlets I caught. Uh, two fish out of it and then finally went around the big bend on the right and got to the point and i don't know something just didn't feel right about that side so i switched back to the other side where i'd had success and ended up catching by no means a giant it was 14 something but it was the biggest one that i had caught that day and that last fish came at 9 10 that morning i caught i had caught my limit by 9 10 i had my my watch on and they're in the pictures so i, I saw when it was and that was the last keeper that I caught that day. Caught two bluegill on a on a worm, an eight and a half inch worm, and bluegill was probably three and a half inches. <laughs> and a couple other little dinks, and that was that was all she wrote. Man, so you made, you got it done early. Yeah, wow. and I I tried some other spots, and there was a couple of people that that's where they went first, and you know, it was all just eight, nine, ten inch bass. Yeah. So I just kind of got, I think I got lucky and, and just hit the early parts where yeah. I guess nobody else thought, you know, that that's probably the most pressured part there and by the dock. And that's just where the fish happened to be that day. Nice. Nice. That's awesome, man. Um, so, uh, Wade, what about you, man? Uh, how did, how did your morning go? Did you get on any fish or did you catch any dinks early? I know you said you only what, caught one submittable. Um, yeah. What was your so, day like? so yeah, I, uh, I put in up near the dam and found a little spot the day before it was grass. It was that, high, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, 
Hydrilla. Hydrilla. Yeah. And I pulled up to it and I was like, all right, there's a nice little point here, secondary point. And I was watching it on my maps and I just marked it where that let where it started getting more shallow. I said, all right, strap the live scope down, take a look around. And I could see them swimming through the grass. And I said, I'm out. I'm done. (laughs) I'm not, I'm leaving these fish be. And then I started to pedal off. I was like, nope, throw in there and try to just see what you can get. I pulled one out, uh, lost it at the boat, but it was a decent fish. It was a keeper. I said, I'm done. Mark this spot. I'm leaving. Um, So I go back that morning and I start throwing exactly what I hooked that other one on and they would look at it and swim away. I'd watch them on the live scope. They'd look it right at it, follow it to the bottom and swim away. You think they like, were, you think they were saying, I just what hurt uncle Ned yesterday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, so I said, okay, they're not, they're not wanting that. Let's, let's try this. So I grabbed my chatterbait. There was a, um, uh, an open spot in the grass, sling it out there. I'm watching it. There's one chasing it. And I was like, oh yeah, here we go. Stop watching the monitor and just watch your rod. Just let it go. Never bit it. Threw out there several more times. Couldn't get a bite. And then that's when uh, Mr. Hogan, uh, shortly after that, Mr. Hogan yelled at me and said, I need your help. (laughs) Oh, yeah, his seat. Yeah. So I go help him and we're talking and he's like, man, I've caught nothing but dinks. And I was just like, I will. You've done more than I have because I haven't caught that. And then we took back off and it was a dink fest right uh, straight on after that until I got that 16 and a half, that one fish that I caught at about 130, 145, something like that. Nice. And that was the last, that was the last keeper I caught. I caught probably another five or six, eight to 10 ants after tens after that. And that was it. Wow. They just, they just would not take anything and that one that uh that 16 and a half was and honestly i kind of kicked myself for this because i went against my game plan going into the tournament there's a lot of rock on cave run yep. find down timber no nope. that was my thought find down timber and i didn't throw at any down timber until later in the day and that's when i caught that 16 and a half dropped it dropped my ned rig right down in between that tree didn't feel it bite just felt that it was heavy and i said oh lord that's fish set the hook and it hit every limb on the way out (laughs) (laughs) and i was just praying please lord let my eight pound leader hold (laughs) yeah no dude that is a good pattern on cave is lay downs on rock and uh uh, really good for musky in the winter time is uh they they transition a lot from this grass to 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 more timber and relate to uh the river channel a lot more but uh i fish several places on cave i like drop shot in cave and i like drop shotting around lay downs and stuff on chunk rock at on cave um that's one thing i will say there's one thing about cave that i will say some of the prettiest spots i've ever seen came oh, out yeah. of that lake that day Dude, they're just, they're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. There's some, uh, beautiful mark markings on those spots and a small mouth. Um, and it is a beautiful lake to top that off. One of the most that beautiful, beautiful lakes in the state. The scenery is amazing. Uh, about everywhere you go on there. Um, besides, do we have any small mouth that day? I, 
you know, I, I'd have to go back and look. But I saw several really nice ones blow up right next to me and just could not get them to, to do anything. We've caught a lot. Jeff Stewart got second. He's caught several between 19 and 21 uh, on that lake. I, I don't want to say where, but we've, we've caught some nice smallmouth on that lake. Uh, him more so than I. Uh, he is hard to beat. Well, I said it at awards when I seen Jeff sign up. Uh, I knew he was going to be tough to beat on this lake. Uh, so congrats to you, Brandon, for uh, beating Jeff. Uh, take that, Jeff. Take that. <laughs> yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it, Jeff. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, yeah, man. I, I, so did you think, you know, how I turned the, award, turned the leaderboard off like an hour before the event's over just to leave room for that anticipation and excitement? Uh, that somebody could be holding five fish. How was you feeling um, once the leaderboard cut, turned off? Did you think you had a chance at staying up there on the leaderboard? So to answer that question, I'll say no, because I had zero service the entire day to be able to see the leaderboard. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So, so, but with that though, um, just to tell you kind of my thinking, the only other one of these competitions that I've ever done was Cedar. And I've got two 12 and somethings, two 13 and somethings, and one 14 and something. So I'm thinking I might get like top 15. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> you know, I, at Cedar, I mean, I knew Cedar was, was a trophy lake and I knew Cedar was, was a big lake, but I, I didn't think that would, would get it done. And then I got to the boat ramp and here, and there's, you know, five or six guys and everybody saying, I didn't catch anything. One guy said, said, you caught five fish, you probably won this thing. So then my next thought is, I got to get somewhere and get service so I can upload these fish because I barely yeah. know what I'm doing on this app thing. Yeah. So then I do get service and I'm trying to upload it and they won't upload. So I'm scrambling trying to call you and figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, was you one of So I had yeah. for some odd reason, listen, I, I tell everybody, I'll, I will never be, never profess to be perfect, <clears throat> but I will be fair. But somehow, some way, I had changed the uh, time limit on the uh, attorney to like be over at three instead of lines out at three. So mm. I had multiple people like, hey, I can't submit a fish. And I'm like, crap, let me go in and fix it. I've done something and I realized what I did. So I, I was panicking down. I was like, did I miss <clears throat> something? Did I, did I not get to submit any of these fish? <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, trying to add to it so yeah so you right. so you didn't see the leaderboard all day then wow i okay. actually i got when i got service i went to look to see if you had done a midday wrap up um to to just have some idea if people were catching fish or not catching fish because i knew all the people that were around me had yeah there was only one guy who who had caught a keeper at the ramp um well so i i was completely in the dark the reason i didn't do an update and i am still restricted on facebook indefinitely <clears throat> by the way i heard Wait, you mentioned what so somebody chris is it what's his last name queen maybe uh, uh yes so yeah. he, he had his catalytic converter cut off at cedar and i commented that they need to cut their hands off on the spot if they catch them facebook uh, marked that as hate speech and banned me from 
He got put in Facebook jail. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ADHD. Jeremy sent me a message. Yeah, I, I got put in Facebook. I couldn't comment, couldn't like, couldn't post for like three days. So when I appealed it, like one day into this thing, I appealed it and I know it was the next day. So I was banned for two days, but then I appealed it the next day and they started my ban over again and said, if I appealed it again, they were going to eliminate my entire account. And I was like, man, I've had this Facebook account since like 2011. I have a lot of following on here. Like you can't be deleting my Facebook account. And so uh, I just had to suck it up, say liberal Facebook. No, I don't know if you're liberal or Republican. I, like, I, I don't get political, but it, it's it's terrible the way they treat people. Um, I was like, I got, just got to deal with it, I guess. So I, you know, friggin' was banned. I couldn't do updates. I had Kyler posting the st- like two days before the event. He's doing all the posts for me because I'm like, dude, you care to post this? Cause I can't. So it was funny, but uh, yeah, I wanted to cut a guy's hands off if they caught him stealing catalytic converters and I'm a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> terrible. So yeah, I'm off my Facebook band, but now I can no longer comment in certain groups on Facebook. Mm. It can no longer uh, post on certain groups as, as you, as me, but not as Mark Bridger or Tammy, <laughs> Tammy Varhu. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, what about you, Wade? Was you feeling like you, uh, you could have won this thing with one fish? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say I was not surprised that I got 15th with one fish after talking to everybody. Gosh, man. Wow. So that stuff. Yeah. That 16 and a half inch fish, uh, it helped wipe out a zero that I had for the, uh, in the AOI points. So that, man, that was, that was my goal going into this. I was like, if I win it, cool, but I gotta, I gotta eliminate that zero for that blank that I had at, um, oh God, what Lake, well, uh, the river runner, I think is what it was. Mm. And yeah, that was my goal that day. I was like, if I can catch five and I can win, cool. I just, I got to catch one to get rid of that zero. <laughs> That's funny. So I've made up my mind. Next year, if we go to cave, uh, if we do a Sunday event, um, we did that because, you know, CKF, they do Sunday events and we wanted to be able to do something the same day. Um, I think a Saturday night dinner, Saturday evening dinner, uh, instead of Sunday after the awards would be better. I think it would bring more people in. We could do the captain's meeting, do the uh, identifier and stuff there, and that would no, no doubt bring in every angler. That's going to be fishing the event. So we would have had like, excuse me, 75 to 80 as opposed to 45, you know? Um, But I wish we'd had a better turnout, but it is what it is. Um, It's some real good food. Oh my gosh. Very good food. Amazing. Amazing. So uh, Brandon, you're going to be fishing our championship or classic. I'm hoping. Um, I'm hoping that'll be in the cards for me. I think it's, three, three and a half hours from where we're at. Uh, and I'm, I'm really interested in, you were mentioning, I, I hadn't seen anything about the, the Eastern Kentucky bit division in October. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something I'm interested in too. Cause that's, that's where we are. We're in Breathitt County. So good, good deal, man. Well, heck yeah. Hopefully right we can recruit you fishing that one too. Fish some central. So uh, next year to reiterate too, there'll only be one membership. So one mm-hmm. membership, you pay 40 bucks you'll qualify to get AOI points in either division. So two separate AOIs, you know, there'll be AOI for the Eastern and the Central. So, um, 
Yeah. So you could go out and not nice. have to pay an extra 10 bucks to fish a central event. And if you got the time competing both for AOI, but yeah, man, it'd be yeah. great to have you out October 29th, uh, for, uh, that Yatesville event. Um, but yeah, yeah so I'm going to try to make it down to that one. That would be awesome to have you and, uh, Jeremy come along as well. Wait, if you guys can make it out to that, it'd be great. Yep. For um, sure. Definitely use the help. I was talking to Tony Hobbs today and he's going to be helping me out, uh, in case of the event that I can't be there, but uh, it's going to be a good time. Good time. Um, Brandon, I appreciate you, man. Coming on the podcast. I, I, uh, don't want to cut too short, but man, you caught all your fish pretty darn early. I would say we could talk about the rest of your day. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you made it happen fast. And, uh, and like I said, with, with a pretty amazing style, man, kick everybody's tail and without electronics and without pedal or motor. It's impressive. You and Marcus Grubbs, man, you guys are, are the real deal right now out there paddling and, and, uh, Marcus is extremely consistent. He's such a hammer. Yeah, he, he, uh, I remember him getting one of the big bass awards or something at Cedar. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he's got runner up big bass in the last two events. So, um, I want to do one more thing real quick. Give me 30 seconds here. My internet is amazing. I'm in West Virginia where I live and, uh, he's got to feed the gerbil. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta give my gerbil <laughs> like some, some little, little food. So it'll run the wheel that controls my Wi-Fi. I want to run through the top 10 in AOI right now. Let's do the top 13. Top 13. <laughs> You're so stupid. We'll do top, top 13. 45 while yeah. we're at it. Top 13. We'll do top 50. No. Top 13 AOI. So No, just do top 10, man. I'm just uh, messing with you. Top number one, Wade Lovings. I'm just kidding. Number one, Nick McGuire. Uh, he has kicked tail. Uh, it's unfortunate. I don't want to say... Uh, he just, he couldn't fish cave and it's really unfortunate. He wasn't able to do that. Won't get into that, but it was unfortunate. He wanted to be there. So, uh, but Nick McGuire, first place, Marcus Grubb, second place, second place, AOI, no motor, no, uh, pedal drive guys. Amazing. Uh, third place, Paul Averill, Mr. Consistent fourth place, Zach Wilson, another great angler, fifth place, Jeremy Hayes, sixth, Jeff Stewart, seventh, Jared Matthews, eighth, Josh peace. Uh, this is Josh Pieces' first year doing kayak tournaments. Eighth place in AOI. Kids stick. Uh, ninth That's place. Awesome. Yeah, ninth place. Wallace Cardwell. He's supposed to come down bear hunt with me. Uh, oh, Wally. And then tenth place. Our last guest, David Hobenstein. Said it right this time. David Hobenstein. Uh, if you haven't checked out that episode, check it out. Called "Fill in the Void" with Dave Hobenstein, and we talk about his previous history where he struggled with addiction uh the guy's been to prison and uh he turned it around got back into fishing and has used it to fill that void man and he is on fire doing really good stuff he's done well with hobie and manages to all-around good kayak angler brandon i'm excited to see uh your future in this game man you uh definitely have done well in two events and it uh, kind of makes me sad you didn't start off the beginning of the season with this. You could be right up there in top AOI as well. I definitely wish I would have stumbled upon it a, a little bit earlier, but I've, I've had a blast both times I've came. I'm, I'm really glad, man. That's, that's, that's what we want. We've had new people, new guys sign up in just about every event, and that's what it's about. 
you know, if it's one or two guys, we're doing something right. You know, if we're losing ground, uh, of course, always in the summer and the fall, it gets a little tough. But, you know, when you're, we, if we're losing ground, we're, we're not doing something right. We have to reevaluate what we're doing. But knowing that we're getting one to two, three, even four new guys in an event, that says a lot. You know, and I, I think if we maintain this momentum, do a few things differently, um, restructure some things, I think we can be running 100 anglers, at least 80 in another year and a half, two years. So uh, I look forward to that. I think this is something that can grow into that. We got too many lakes, too many kayak anglers in the state of Kentucky to not be running 100 anglers in the event. So we've got to evaluate what we're doing, and we got we can't be stagnant. We can't be complacent. Uh, so we got to keep, got to keep growing. So hate to try and recruit some guys from here. It's, it's too much fun not to do it, man. Tell them all about Absolutely. it. Tell them about the awards. Tell them how beautiful Wade is at awards and he'll, <laughs> how he'll, he'll cuddle them, you know, depend on how many inches of fish they catch. <laughs> but, uh, but no, man, I, I you know, I got, I, I won one of the, uh, uh, strictly sale, uh, CKF, uh, raffles. And I said, anything on stage. And Nick was leaning up against the stage. I said, anything on stage? And Brian's like, yeah. And Nick's like, not me. Not me. Nope. Nope. I'm a I should have just walked up and picked him up and carried him off. <laughs> I'm a one-man woman. <laughs> I mean, uh, one-woman man. Um, oh, jeez. But no, Brandon, dude, it's been great, man. Congratulations on a huge win. Got it done with the chatterbait. Tough day. Tough bite. You made it happen. And uh, congrats, man. Looking forward to to seeing how you do in the future of this sport, and uh, keep grinding, man. Keep it up. Get you a kayak with uh, a motor or some pedals, and uh, get out there, cover some water, kick tail, man. Appreciate you all having me, and all all you've done for for the sport. It's been great, man. We're we're trying like heck to to do what we can. And Wade, appreciate you. Jeremy couldn't be with us; he's at work. Uh, but shout out to Jeremy. I will say this. If it wasn't for Jeremy Honekin, I would have crumbled this last event. I had so much going on, so much on my plate. And Jeremy opted to come down and help me for the day. He didn't fish. He helped me, and that meant the world to me. Jeremy Honekin is a beast, and I thank him for that. He kept me sane uh, Sunday. So, Brandon. It's hard to do. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, good oh. luck to you in the future. Oh, go ahead, Wade. What? Oh, I was going to say, just it's a good job, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeremy's a good dude. Um, Brandon, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you being on the podcast. Congrats on a big win. Congratulations, and, uh, Brandon. Thank Wade, you. thank you, Wade. And uh, yes, for sir. those of you listening, love your neighbor. Go catch some fish. Yeah.